Riley Shanahan. What's up, man? Hey, Dustin. How's it going, man? It's going, bro. Welcome inside the crazy art floor, man. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Look, it's me and Logan today, so you're going to be talking to both of us. What's up, brother? Hey, Logan. How's it going, man? Going pretty good. Good. Dude, we're super stoked, and we should let you know you're our first DC guy, man. Yeah. You're our first DC Yo, guy. Okay. So you guys have had a lot of Marvel people, I'm guessing. We have yeah. had a lot of Marvel people, but you okay, are... Okay, the... what's up with that? <laughs> hey, we are equal huh? opportunity, We man. really are. It's hard <laughs> to get you guys right now. You're so busy filming all exactly. the time. Exactly. We're busy. We're just we're just creating so much content. That's, That's absolutely right. We've been lucky with the hiatuses with the Marvel Right? People. Seriously. Oh, and it's just kind of a line. There you go. There yeah, you go, absolutely. But we're excited as hell, dude, because, I mean, we th- we're just huge fans of Doom Patrol, and Robot Man is kicking ass. Yeah, seriously. He's a great character, man. I'm glad you guys are enjoying the show. It's a, it's it's an amazing thing to do. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it in a little bit here because I mean it's just I've got so much to say about right? it. Right. Thrilled to have you on, man. Um, so what we like <laughs> to do though uh, is kind of introduce you to everybody because we got a lot of listeners out there that are huge DC fans and comic book fans in general. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people out there are also trying to break into the industry and kind of get involved right. in that. So what we like to do first is kind of introduce you to everybody and give a little bit of your background how you got into acting did you fall into it was it something you always wanted to do that kind of a thing so how about it how, how'd you get into it yeah so i got into acting really early on i got hit the bug in 1997 specifically <laughs> shut up bro i got <laughs> it early on 97 uh, <laughs> yeah dude i'm only 27 so no i i, I got it early on when i was young Um, And I was I was at Universal Studios with my family and they were doing like some one of those kitschy things, you know, it's like, hey, come and perform. And for some reason, like, you know, six year old Riley was like, I want to do that. (laughs) Hell yeah. And uh, I I was like, there was no looking back. I was like, this is amazing. I need to do this. And then I just kind of continued doing it throughout my youth as well as kind of sports. But I always thought it was a goofy thing to do. And then. 2008 comes around, uh, I'm in high school and, and I was doing this show that was a bit more serious and I played like a, one of the main roles in this play about this Marine coming back from war and struggling with PTSD and it was this big, intense, like kind of cerebral thing to do and, and um, it was cool, it was a cool realization for me, I was like, oh, this can be like theater, acting, you know, it can be a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah, it was cool to play kind of the other side of it. And then from 2008, from that experience in high school, I pretty much doubled down. Um, so over 10 years ago, and I organized everything about my life around acting um, from there. So so I was just from there. I went to school. Um, I went to I, I went to. I started at uh, the University of Oregon mm-hmm. in Eugene. Go Ducks! And I did two <laughs> years there, and I did a lot of plays. Um, and I worked in some community theaters up there and had a great time. And then, uh, it just Oregon and the school, like how it was organized wasn't really for me. It's like, it's a wonderful school, but it wasn't, it wasn't for me. Um, and, uh, so I transferred up to an arts college called Cornish in Seattle, um, which I'll just feather this in now. Actually, uh, uh, my, uh, my collaborator in arms who I, who I share, Robot Man Cliff Steele with in Doom Patrol, uh, Brendan Fraser, we actually uh, went to the same college. Really? We actually both finished from this small, like, 800-person arts college wow. in Seattle called Cornish. And here, I'm just going to take it one further. We, While we were there, like, obviously we were there different times, uh, we had the same mentor as a Shakespeare professor named Hal. Uh, and so, like, that's 
that's a crazy thing. But then on top of that, there was another professor there who was teaching at Alley, and she had dated Brendan years ago. And during when I was in school, she was like, you remind me of Brendan Fraser a lot. So like weirdness abound. And so I kind of look into this guy because obviously I loved his films. Right. Sure. Like these George the Jungle, like The Mummy, all these movies. Like he's like an incredible actor, you know, and very well known. And then I learned back in the day that we've also got, so on top of sharing all this, we, we share the exact same birthday. Dude, wow. that is so crazy. <laughs> yeah, so, seriously. Yeah. If, I, is... if I wrote that in a, in a play or a movie, you'd be like, oh, that's cheap. That's my right. life. But this <laughs> yeah. is my life, and it's insane. Oh, my God. And you know, it's so funny because listening to this conversation, hearing you talk, you sound like him. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, our, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we do. Our voices, we kind of both have that slack jaw, relaxed West Coast. Yeah, range. yeah. And I even do like a bit of an impersonation of him when I play Robot Man too. Like, what the hell? Hey, you got you know, like. I oh my god, that, that was so good. That was epic, bro. <laughs> that was epic. Okay, okay, you gotta say it though. Like, like drop something. Like, use the f bomb, bro, because he's classic for it. For uh, give us a line, man. Just anything. What the fuck? <laughs> yes, yes so it's exactly a like lot it. Of fuck, but using <laughs> fuck is like a verb or like a you know, it's like I think he called it Silas and one of the things. He's like, you're a, like a. You're a massive fuck knuckle. Like yeah. he just gets to say, he gets to say the best stuff. He does. He really does, so, dude. That it's so good. I can't wait to get into talking about it. Seriously. And it's also yeah. very funny because you are now the second person who had a similar um, story of getting into acting the way you did. When we talked to Amy Rutberg from uh, Daredevil, she said the same thing, but hers was SeaWorld. She's like, yeah, I did that volunteer. And they were like, who wants to do this? And she's like, from that moment on, I wanted to do it all day long. I thought I was the only one and I could do it. It's so funny where people get the inspiration to kind of get into it. It's so awesome. It's almost cosmic or spiritual. And I don't want to sound so highfalutin about it, but it really, there's something about it where you're just drawn like... You ever see Johnny Darko and like he's like oh, this from the solar plexus? He's like drawn by that kind of thing. Yeah. I feel like that's how people are drawn to acting. It's like wah 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 wah. This <laughs> right. way. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Man, so that's then I finished great. In school. Not, if you want to hear more, and then I went into theater. I did theater for a long time. So I graduated college, and then I went and did professional theater regionally. Um, I've I've lived and worked in. Uh, California, Oregon, and Washington as a professional actor, Central Coast of California. I've lived in Utah, Massachusetts, like doing plays. So I just like, just, just like cut my teeth doing theater and having a great time. Um, and then not too long ago, I moved to LA because I was like, you know what? I want to start because I had met a girl in college and we had, I mean, we've been together for almost six years now. And it was one of those things where I was like, let's be together for more than a couple months of the year, you know? Yeah. Um, in the same place. So we, we moved to LA together. And that was 2016 or 17. And so then things started uh, slowly, you mm-hmm. know, picking up uh, uh, for me. And I, I uh, guy, it was like one of those things where like, I started to like manifest things a little bit where I was like doing a bunch of plays, loving it. Mm-hmm. But theater actors don't get paid a lot. So I was like, <laughs> you know what? I want to like see if I can, you know, make a career at this in the way that I've always wanted to. The, the my, you know, like pursuing my dream. Why not me? You know, Absolutely. that sort of question. And um yeah, and so I, I kind of manifested to the universe. I was like, man, like I really want to work for I don't know, like like some some production where I don't have to worry about the money side of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like I want to work for like Universal and Warner Brothers. And mm-hmm. this last year, 2018, 2019, I've worked for both companies. So it's just kind of insane how that worked out, right? Like threw that into the world, and I was like, I want to do this. I want to I want to like really give this a go and work for these big companies. And then it happened. 
not to say that's the only thing that goes into it, but it's but it was kind of like I think there is some cosmic shit going around. Oh, can I? <laughs> no, that, yeah, Dude, you're good. We, we've got the E next to it, bro. You're good. You can We're say whatever all, you yeah. want, man. <laughs> <laughs> great, great, great. Um, yeah. So, so, uh, and I did the the job I did for Universal was a a, a short film that's coming out um, for a band called The National. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, and uh, I worked with some great people in that. I worked with Alicia Vikander. Um, who's the new Tomb Raider, the new Lara Croft, and uh, and Mike Mills, who's this great indie director um, who did The Beginners and 20th Century Women and a bunch of other great stuff. And uh, yeah, so that was that was a cool thing. And that was before this, a couple yeah. months before this. And then oh this man, happened. that's epic. Yeah. And what I'm hearing from this conversation is that you set a goal and you basically achieve it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the clear passion coming through in everything that you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. JLo just nailed it. I mean, I, I think the, the difference between people who fail and succeed is so you set out what you want exactly. and you go after it and you're relentless. Yeah. In you don't stop it, until yeah. you get it. That's right. Yeah. You, like, there's something about speaking with specificity. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to head this direction and, like, no one's going to stop me. Yeah. Because it's my dream and I need to accomplish it. You know, mm-hmm. and then you kind of just, if, you know, and then you organize everything around that singular goal and then you, accomplish things because for a while my goal was like i just want to tell stories i just want to because that's how i got into it like mm-hmm. acting and theater like i just want to tell stories and so i did you know in regional theater and doing great things doing shakespeare and like yeah. like you know getting my ass kicked and learning a bunch of <laughs> you know a bunch of tools man. Yeah. just like really really kind of baptism by fire and uh and and so it was I, i'm so glad i had that time even though it was maybe a bit um less organized or something. Sure, sure. Well, and, you know, we've heard many people liken theater as to being a professional athlete. Yeah. That you do kind of go through these rigors and get yeah. your ass kicked and uh, learn the game, right. you know, and that's, oh, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's true. And you have to show up. You know, it's like you like you have a show and you don't feel like doing it. It's like, too bad, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you got that you audience. Got you ain't doing it. The audience lets you know real quick, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. They're going to check out. They're going to be on their phones. They're going to Hey, yeah, that, that's yeah. what I was about to ask. What was that transition like between from theater to film and television? Yeah, um, that's a great question. I had I'd always done film, like through uh, throughout my journey, I guess. Like that's where I first started. Like how my brother and I played as kids. Like my mom gave us a shitty old uh, video camera and was like, "Hey, go play." And so oh, that's playing. epic! <laughs> I love that. Like so, ever since I can remember, I've been making movies they're not great but they're around uh, and, but they were they were lots of fun and uh you know we would make like we we'd freely wield adaptations of like you know like harry potter and the sort of stuff <laughs> yeah. we're like we're 10 years old and yeah. we're just like kind of doing a spoof of it but we didn't even know what the word spoof meant yet you know? right right um so the but so i was kind of always doing it and then through college theater was my focus and that, that's what my degree is in and i've done every job in the theater um, uh, it was, it was, uh, I, I was still like doing short films and like this and that and very like passionate about it. But the, but the transition was, I mean, fairly seamless. Like they are the same, mm-hmm. but, but, uh, just different sides of the coin. I think doing theater makes me a better film actor and I think doing film makes me a better theater actor. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's a great yeah. answer. Yeah, that's really. Yeah. And I got to know, are any of these home videos out anywhere? Can we watch <laughs> them? Like, <laughs> 
I don't think so. Not, not to my knowledge. Yeah, uh, you better watch out, bro. If if Doom Patrol keeps kicking like it's right. kicking, they're gonna be out somewhere. Somebody's gonna find TMZ, them. TMZ, Riley Shanahan. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I should probably stop mentioning those. Like, <laughs> I talk to people about stuff like oh, no, my just God. kidding. That's hilarious. They've so all been funny. burned in a ceremonious fire. <laughs> so let's talk about Doom Patrol. Seriously, man. I, I'm real curious about how the whole audition process went down. Mm-hmm. Um, we know we you know we hear week in and week out about Marvel and how secretive they are. Yeah. And what it's about, and what this and that. How's the how's the whole process for DC? And did you know what you were auditioning for? Um, I mean, what, walk us through that because it had to be pretty awesome. Yeah, I had no idea. I'll just tell you that right now. I had no idea what the Doom Patrol was, so I had to do. Ended up doing a lot of research when I first figured it out. Um, uh, so that that was cool to to be so green, you know, in in that because I I love comic books, but I wasn't I was never really. Um, I was never really a comic book person, like, and, but now I very much am because I've like kind of found my way in, sort of thing, from doing this. But uh, it, it came in pretty. The, the audition came in fairly standard, believe it or not. Um, where it was, it was kind of that standard thing. My my manager gave me a call and was like, "Hey, I've got this audition for you, you know, and mm-hmm. it's for this character on the show Doom Patrol." And so they sent me sides, and I did two scenes in my living room with a bed sheet taped on the wall like, you know, um, do what you gotta do man what's that i said you gotta do what you gotta do exactly yeah and taped it on my iphone and, and actually i only told my manager this after but and this is gonna this may sound like a brag maybe it is but i ended up you know rehearsing it and like learning the lines and memorizing it throughout the the days before i ended up filming it and sending it but then i ended up only doing one take Oh, wow. wow. And I was, because it's like self taping is hard and kind of rigorous, and you're looking at yourself, and so you're having this weird existential experience of like, is that how I look and sound? Right. You know? And so it's like, I try to just be kind to myself when I'm doing those. And if my rule is if I feel good about it, I send it. And like, you know, sometimes that's eight takes. Like for this, it was like, well, I did one and I felt good about it. And for me, I was like, I'm not getting this job. I went up to Sacramento where I'm from and I went to go, my parents were having a joint 60th birthday party and I remember I went up and I was like, people were asking me what I was up to and I was about to do a play in, in Pasadena for minimum wage, you know, yeah. um, happily, by the way, happily. Um, and uh, so I was talking about that and they were like, oh, any auditions? And I was like, oh, I auditioned for the superhero. I'll never get it, but it was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, uh, but then I sent it in and I, I came back, I think I sent it on a Friday, I went up to Sacramento for the weekend, I came back on that Monday and they had me trying on the suit wow oh, that's epic wow dude so, so okay so for, for anybody out there listening jot this down for self tapes bed sheet and bed sheet uh, yeah. iphone iphone one camera tape. one take <laughs> oh, oh i did an iphone and then i had a, a selfie stick oh I, um, it gets better and better yeah. it's like a tripod exactly. sort of thing it worked out weirdly oh man that is so great to hear that though and and Okay, we have a ton of questions, though, about, yeah, about Robot Man. So because, much to talk about. You know, for anybody who's not familiar, like you said, and at the top when we were talking about it, you know, it's you and Brendan Fraser, and Brendan does the voice, and you're the physical yeah. actor. Now. So how does that work? Do you actually do all of the dialogue when you're going through all the acting and all the physical stuff, and then he revoices it? Or how, how does that's that... That's exactly how right. does, That's exactly... Okay. Because I was real yeah. curious as to how that works, because... It's so spot on, dude. Like I, I just had this vision in my head that you must be saying the dialogue yeah. because it's the the movement is so spot on to right. what Brendan is saying. I'm yeah. like, I don't know how they're doing this, but it's brilliant. Yeah, seriously, you know? it's it's fun for me too because I, you know, he's he's doing um, something called ADR, 
right. uh, which is called, for those for the uninitiated, it's the audio digital recording. And that's like when you're looking at a visual and then attaching your voice to the visual. So he's, he's, uh, so he's very intentionally attaching his, his, his vocal choices to my mm-hmm. uh, physical choices. And it's cool for me to watch because sometimes it's, you know, different than when I did it. Sometimes it's similar. Sometimes it's like, you know, and it's cool to see his um, interpretation. And like he says, he's been very like generous to shout me out on, on, um, press things, which he doesn't have to do. And let me just like talk 45 minutes about how Brendan is like the nicest. <laughs> and like, seriously, like I met his kids the other day, like they're amazing. Like he's just like the best dude and just a commensurate professional and a master. Like he's a total master. That's awesome. Um, and that's, that's what's really cool working with him is because he's just like, he takes it very seriously and he's very intentional and creative and collaborative about what he does. And what he says, I'll steal his language. It's a true collaboration. That, yeah, I mean, and I think that's the best way. Yeah, and kudos honestly. to him for giving you the shout out because, I mean, there is no robot man without the physical. Yeah. And this stuff that right. you're doing physically in the role is just like i said phenomenal to watch week in and week out it's fantastic thanks man yeah you bet and so i gotta ask because i'm crazy (laughs) jane oh my god the relationship that cliff and crazy jane are developing yeah what is diane guerrero like i mean because i just feel like the chemistry that's going on there and that storyline is freaking phenomenal bro amazing uh cool cool diane is unbelievable i love her like I love all of them. They're all great. But you're asking about Diane. So, like she's she's like a true friend too. Like we're really really hit it off, and like we're she's like my pal, which is cool. So like when we work with one another, we're constantly like, oh, do you want to like just improv this bit? Like kind of throw away this and see what we do. And you know, and sometimes it doesn't make it into the cut, and sometimes it does. <laughs> but it's cool because like we like her and I as actors, like we have this really open um, language about like, hey, let's let's mess around with this. Let's, and we were really trusting and open because a lot of times they have, as you have seen, like they have a lot of scenes together. Um, mm-hmm. So they really do. Amazing. Yeah. Go on, sorry. No, I said they really do. I mean, I, they have the last two or three episodes, especially, I mean, it's yeah. been a lot of yeah. robot man and, and, and crazy Jane. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And, and, uh, she's amazing to watch. Like it's some, like a lot of times I'm watching her and she's doing like those transitions between her 64 different characters, <laughs> right. which what, I have one, and I'm having a hard time. <laughs> but, you know, she's got sixty four. She's just like it's seamless, bro. Like she's it, it, it's it's amazing to watch. And I'm and a lot of times I when I'm watching it, I'm like, what are the editors gonna pick? Because literally every take is like fire. Yeah, but she's giving them options, and it's. I mean, she's yeah, she is very. Um, I'm very glad she's getting like the uh, attention for this that that she deserves. Because really, she's just like she's knocking it out of the park. You know. Absolutely. Yeah, honestly, well-deserved. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to talk, you brought up the improv stuff. Do you get a lot of creative freedom with the actions with Robot Man? I take what I can get. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I make I make room for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I just make choices and I wait for people to tell me to stop. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? Because bold choices are memorable. And it's true. They work and... I was even talking to the writer Tom uh, Farrell, who who I think wrote three, and I don't want to take credit for something that's not mine, but he wrote the episode, and he said I improv- improvised the beat where I like hit Cyborg in the chest. When the uh, for those who haven't seen it, I don't want to like ruin it. Not that it's 
necessarily pivotal, but I, I hit Cyborg in the chest and I, I go, Justice League 2020, you know? Yeah. That was my improvisation. Yeah. Um, apparently that wasn't in a script, any scripts that he wrote. So like, and then that made it, you know, into the final cut, but it also made it into like a bunch of promo stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's cool. And I think, I think the spirit is very, and, and the, the set and production, they make it very, um, open to, to, to doing that kind of stuff, you mm-hmm. know, within reason. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So what's the, what's the costume like, man? Like, like, yeah, like seriously. I mean, is there a lot of CGI to that or are you fully in, engulfed in this like get up or like, what's that like? There's no CGI. Oh, wow. Oh man. It's a fully practical costume designed by, uh, an amazing woman named, uh, Laura Jean LJ Shannon. Um, and she, who, if you don't know, she is. Um, she designed the original Iron Man suit. She there you go. Desi- she did the costume designing for the movie Elf. Like wow. she just did the Jumanji movies. Like she's uh, she, she's incredible. Um, and so, so she designed this beautiful, the uh, uh, beautiful practical costume that I uh, that I get to wear and get to like make. You know, good. She was just texting me the other day, like, because we were texting each other about costume or something. And she was like, Oh, you're doing such a great job. And I was like, I feel like I'm able to do a great job because of, like, the beautiful thing. So I literally just ping pong the right. right. That's back awesome. To her. So, yeah, but it's a fully, it's a fully practical costume. Wow. Oh, man. Does it get hot? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Is it heavy? I would imagine it's got a little bit of weight to it, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it takes a big burn. Yeah. Die, yeah you know. Mean, you know. <laughs> Good thing you're that athlete, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, right. Like, yeah. We should say Riley is not a small man. He is a, he is a big guy. I mean, yeah, so. that is right. That is right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I want to talk about uh, one of my favorite episodes, Puppet Patrol, which is the third one where basically Robot Man takes everybody's limbs off of everybody <laughs> oh, and starts, starts beating, beating everybody <laughs> with them. It's insane. Uh, isn't that amazing? Oh, yeah, my that was gosh. Really fun yeah. oh. to do. That's I, hilarious. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, I got to tell you, like, it's it's just they're pushing limits. Dude. They they're are. going outside of the box, and they're doing things that none of the other, in my opinion, superhero shows are doing, um, which is why I love it so much. Yeah. I, I, I Legion did that, I, fu- I thought, the first couple of seasons. Yeah. They were really good at kind of pushing the envelope, and, like, right. what you were looking at was crazy. But Doom Patrol is just, like... It's on a whole it, other level. Yeah, they're taking risks, and they're, like, you know, it's it's crazy. And I think it's really paying off, because it Agreed. seems to be a huge hit. And everybody yeah. I know is talking about it and, and i mean it, it's fantastic mm-hmm. i appreciate it yeah i think so too jeremy carver the creator of the show it's like he really you know in his his other big show before this was supernatural if you've ever seen it it's like it's the same kind of like strange now, now, now what one what one is that i have right. heard of that. <laughs> Uh, the one 15 seasons deep yeah 15 seasons deep yeah that small little one yeah yeah that yeah that yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> No, so it's it, but they yeah I agree they just do such a bang up job and it, and they they really go for it yeah and they don't pull any punches they're not like oh it's weird and then we need to do something like maybe a bit more no it's like we go it's and what I liken it to it's like you know it's like when you go to bed every night all of us humans go to bed every night and we have these crazy things called dreams where you know goats are speaking to us and, you know, <laughs> yeah. like different where goats are, are portals like yeah. <laughs> Right, man, and like there's eyes in the sky called the decreator, yeah. creator, and they fall in love. And it's like you know, so why not? Is how I feel. Where it's like, yeah, they, these, it's it's like Doom Patrol is like a dreamscape. 
you know? Yeah, oh, that's a great yeah, way to describe seriously. it. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. When the unicorn popped up, you know, and yeah. I've been through the desert on a horse with no name, I'm like, this is fucking epic. Yeah. This is great. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Man, well, dude, congratulations, man. Seriously. Like, and it's got to be, I, I think they're getting away with a lot of stuff because let's talk about the streaming service. It's it's kind of badass that this DC streaming service and that you have this liberty yeah. to do all this stuff with these crazy shows and, and be dark and crazy. Yeah. Because I, I feel like you maybe couldn't get away with that on yeah, network television. Yeah, I mean, that but. service is something no one's ever seen before with the comics, the old movies. Like, it's so great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, that's right. It's kind of like HBO rules, you know, kind mm-hmm. of anything goes, which is really fun and freeing, I feel like, for, for everyone, you know. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay, well, we, we always like to ask this, too, because we've had a lot of people talk about this. Um, social media, how, yeah. how, how, what, do you, what do you think about social media and the impact that it's had on the industry over the last 10 years or so? Because um, we always feel like it's a double-edged sword, man. It could be a really valuable tool, but I also feel like we've heard from numerous guests where they've missed out on getting a role because someone had more followers than they did or, you know, oh, the different type right? things. So what do you, what do you, what are your thoughts on that, man? That's interesting. I personally have only been to one audition where they asked me how many followers I've had. I so that people talk about that a lot. And I'm like, oh, I guess that's I'm not going out for those jobs. I don't know. <laughs> um, so so I I don't have a big social media following. I think it's a, a fine tool. I think it's a cool way to stay in touch with with one another and you know see what your friends are up to if you're too busy to, to give them a call or what have you. Um, but but yeah, I, I think it's I think it's all good is how I feel about it. You know, like if if that's some people's paths, that's like and to find roles through that and to like that's and to be like an influencer and to you know have that sort of path, that's awesome. But also like speaking as someone who's you know who hasn't really paid a ton of attention to it really ever like and still and where i am like i think it's all good yeah i don't because i think people come i think you're probably leading like maybe the question is sort of like for, for, for the youngsters for the young for the young <laughs> up and comers out there yeah, yeah. there you go <laughs> if they if it's worthwhile to get uh, caught up in it and I say I don't know I say do it if you feel it there you uh, go and if not if not don't because and, and, all paths are good I think I had I had less than a thousand followers on my Instagram before I got this job and it, it didn't it didn't matter so I don't know there you go. I, I like I like that answer though. Do it if you feel it, but if exactly. you don't, don't. I mean, I think that's yeah. a great answer. It oh, really thanks. is. So, how about advice then? Let, let, let's just stick with that. What advice would you have for people trying to get into the industry um, in, on the acting side of it? Maybe some advice that they should do, and maybe some pitfalls that they should try to avoid. Sure, man. Yeah. Um, uh, Steve Martin has a great book called Born Standing Up. Just a, just a great place to start. I found I read that early on, and that was really informative. But he, he talks about in that or in an interview or something, he, he talks about people asking him about, uh, you know, getting an agent or whatever. And it's like, well, don't you want to be good first? You know, <laughs> that's a good and point. So, so I, and that might be a little terse, but I, I do, I do like that advice where it's like, go get really good. And oh, and what he says is be so good. They can't ignore you. And so I would pass that along, Absolutely. you know, where it's like, just, just, just be the best and just go and get, go and be in a play or people are always looking for, you know, spear carriers and Shakespeare or, you know, and then working your way up through that. I think theater is a great place to start. Cause you like, there's uh, not that, not that you can lie in film, but mm-hmm. theater just really, you really, really cut your teeth. It really trains you in like a hardcore way that, uh, that maybe film, film, doesn't quite but it, that, that, of course you're speaking to someone who 
came up in theater though, so that's that's my perspective. Um, but uh, I yeah, think that's I think great advice great. though, and, and it's a theme that definitely runs through all of our guests about learn, learn as much as you can. Exactly. Get on a yeah. set, get into a theater, take a class. Yeah. You in know. any way, like be a PA on a set and just yes. learn the terms. So when you go. Mm. And and then have have a job, you know. Uh, then you'll know all the terms, so you're not you won't look like a dummy, you know. And you'll you'll be like, oh, cool, I know it. I know what block shooting means. I know what like I, I know what exit camera left means. Like just like stuff like that, where where you know you might fumble over on the, on your first job without having like just been around a set before. That's absolutely right. Exactly. I always just think about Harrison Ford. Star yeah. Wars, <laughs> Carpenter, <laughs> like, Carpenter. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like a construction worker, right? Exactly, and he's not on the set. He's never Han Solo. So exactly. there you go, right? Super crazy. <laughs> and what what you would go. you kind of suggest for them to look out for, or maybe avoid some pitfalls that maybe you've gone through, or some some things that you've seen that maybe they should try to look out for? Oh, that's a great question. Um, just don't. I'd say don't do anything that doesn't make you feel like yourself. There you, you go. Know? There you like, go. You're Stay not, true to yourself. Say, yeah. Character-wise, no, I don't mean that. Like if you're playing a character who's like a you know a British commander in you know World War One, of course, like you're, that's not you, but you go play that. But like, I'm <laughs> right, about, right. Like, the, the business aspect of it, and don't you know, don't uh, don't sell don't out. Compromise. Don't compromise yourself for the industry because like it, there's room for you. Literally, with like it's all good, and we. There's there's room for everyone in it, and I think that's the thing that that is hard to uh, it's easy to say, but it's hard to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but there really is there's room for everybody, man. Dude, I, I love that. Yeah, I, I love that. What a perfect way to end it. Yeah, like, absolutely, man. Uh, cool, dude. This has been phenomenal, man. We yeah, have had seriously. a great time talking. So much to you. fun. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely, man. And we Likewise. could not be more happy for you, dude. I mean, been a fan for a while. You know, we're not going to go into our history and everything, but you just you got a lot of talent, bro. And we could not be more happy for you. We hope Doom's Doom Patrol is on for like numerous seasons. Yeah, seriously, and just continues to kick ass for you, and that the future is bright. And dude, open invite anytime you want to come back on here and shoot the shit or b- promote a project or whatever you want, man. Uh, we're making Uh-oh. a move out to LA soon, so you know maybe we'll do the next interview in person or something. You never hey, know. That sounds um, great. Hell yeah, that. yeah, dude, that'd be awesome. But thanks, man. We really appreciate you coming on, and congratulations again. The first DC, if, it, if we couldn't have had a better person to kick off our DC. Yeah. Honestly, well, dude, I'm so happy to do it, and I, you guys have also. This was special for me because I haven't not done a podcast before. So, oh, hey, hey. yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, so that was fun. I, I appreciate you guys and your energy. It was really fun to do. Thank you. Oh, oh man, you problem. bet, dude. Now all the rest of them, they have to live up to it. That's right. Every DC guest from now on <laughs> ha- better be as good as you, or otherwise, I mean, you know, and they better bring I'm the impersonation because exactly. you know, the dude. Thank you so, Robot Man just kicked ass, yeah. dude. That was awesome. <laughs> Thanks, thanks. All right, dude. Well, listen, man. Have a kick-ass weekend, bro. And like I said, anytime, open invite, man. And just, you've been wonderful, dude. Hey, thanks. Likewise. We'll do it again soon. All right, man. Take care now. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See ya.